we're not the devil's kids, right? We were created in God's image. Amen. Amen. Right? And we were created with purpose. Yes. And so what what's happening is Jesus is trying to restore his people to the rightful place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The devil ain't got nothing on us except to deceive us, mm-hmm. to destroy our dreams, and to steal, kill, and destroy what God wants for our lives. And that is... Yeah to understand who God is and to re- get to come back into his grace. Welcome to the virtual bridge that always delivers a meaningful message that adds value to people. A bridge that's connected to the true vine and that always leads and points to Jesus Christ. We are your co-host, Miguel. And Michelle. And it's always a pleasure to be able to serve you wherever you may be. And it's wonderful that we get to connect by means of this podcast ministry to remind you that the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news because God loves you. He is for you. Keep God first place. Man, we are super excited for today's episode and we thank God for, you know, sending this speaker to our podcast ministry. And our guest is going to be speaking on the forgiveness factor. He says that this is one of the biggest secrets to success in life we cannot afford to underestimate. When I talk about forgiveness, our guest says, I'm talking about forgiving yourself. And I'm telling you guys, the spirit of the Lord is going to move powerfully just with that alone. And that is why we are super excited because we know that this episode is going to add so much value to all the listeners. What do you think, honey? I agree. I come into agreement, babe. I think that it's so true. I feel that this topic is something that needs to be talked about. And I'm excited for you listeners to be able to hear. And we pray and believe that this will bless you. And now further ado, I want to introduce our host, um, Joe Dietrich is a coach, a speaker, and a trainer that has a passion to see leaders succeed at every level of life. Joe is the host of Joe on the Mic Leader Talk, podcast co-host of the Ready, Set, and Go Challenge, and creator of the Power of Proverbs Men's Virtual Bootcamp. Joe has spoken on virtual youth summits, leadership groups, and entrepreneurial podcast shows, inspiring people to discover the brilliance within. As a coach and trainer, Joe works with authors, athletes, artists, and entrepreneurs to break barriers to scale their life and profession. Joe is a retired veteran with over 22 years of service in the U.S. Army, 20 years of experience as a serial entrepreneur. He earned a John Maxwell team coaching certification and a bachelor's degree in the interdisciplinary studies focusing on business management and leadership coaching from Liberty University. Welcome, Joe, to our podcast today. Hey guys. Oh man. I'm so glad to be on with you guys. <laughs> the, both <laughs> of you guys are super awesome. You, you you just have the radiance of God's love just shining on you guys. And I'm just it's so privileged to be here to join with you guys in this ministry to bring just the good news to this generation and to show the goodness of God in what we do and, and to make sure that people understand that God loves them. And God yes. is for them. He is not yes. against them. Why? Because of what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. But before I start jamming, you know, <laughs> I'm going to kick it back to you guys. Thank you for having me on the show. Aww. Amen, brother. And thank you for your service, brother. We uh, we honor you and we just thank the Lord 
for 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 your servant heart in in you know taking territory for the kingdom of God by sharing what he has done in your life and we all know that if God did it once he could do it again and that's why these powerful mm-hmm. these ministries these these testimonies are powerful so without further ado let's go ahead and honor the Lord with a prayer and then we'll get into uh, sharing what the Lord has done in your life brother so Dear Heavenly Father, we come to your throne right now, Father God, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, Father God. Lord, we choose to trust you, Father God, with this ministry, Father God. We trust, Lord, that you're going to send this podcast, Father God, to many people so that you could bring them close to your Son, Christ Jesus, Father God. Lord, your word says that those who trust in the Lord are like trees planted by the water and whose roots Grow towards the stream, Father God, and when heat comes, they do not fear because their their leaves are always green, Father God. And Lord, your word says that those that trust you, Father God, in the year of drought, they do not fear because they never fail to bear fruit, Father God. So we choose to give you a return in spite of our circumstances, Father God. In spite of what the world says, Father God, we still choose to trust you, Lord. So we honor you. And Lord, I ask that your Holy Spirit reveals wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to all the listeners, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Okay. Amen. 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 Brother, Amen. we want to start with, um, you know, Joe, if you could just please give the listeners a comprehensive background of what God took you out of. And at the same time, if we could keep this provoking um, question in mind, it's, it's a thoughtful, provoking question um, of, so it says, what are some of the principles and practices and forgiveness that you have discovered in your walk with Christ that have helped you and that have the potential to help others? So we could start there. Like, just tell the listeners a little bit of your background, what God took you out of, and the, the principles and practices that could help other people. Wow. Well, I mean, we only got, what, about 45 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I mean, look, Jesus said in John 10, 10, right? The thief comes to steal, steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give life and give life more abundantly. Amen. And you know what? Once we understand what Jesus came to do, right? He came to, one, restore relationship, right? Restore relationship between the Father in us, because we have to understand something. We're not the devil's kids, right? We were created in God's image. Amen. Amen. Right? And we were created with purpose. Yes. And so what, what's happening is Jesus is trying to restore his people to the rightful place. Mm-hmm. The devil ain't got nothing on us except to deceive us, mm-hmm. to destroy our dreams, and to steal, kill, and destroy what God wants for our lives. And that is yeah. to understand who God is and to, re- get, to come back into his grace, mm-hmm. right? Because Jesus, man, he did so much when he came down, right? And, and I start with John 10, 10, because people are trying to think that God's trying to take something away from us. No, he's trying to restore us. Yeah, come on, bro. He's trying to restore the love, the abundance, the life that we were meant to have, that he created us to have. So in saying that, let, let us just put that in our minds first, right? Jesus came to give 
life and give life more abundantly. Mm-hmm. And I talk about the forgiveness factor because when I was when I was young, right? Uh, uh, and it's, it's going to go. It's going to go. We're going deep real quick here, right? Uh, when I was young and I was a teenager, right? I, I, I had suicidal ideation because I did not understand that I had purpose. Mm-hmm. I did not understand that God loved me unconditionally. I did not understand that all those things that were going on in my life that Jesus paid the price for. And once I understood that Jesus forgave me and he forgave me unconditionally, I didn't have to earn that forgiveness mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was no way for me to earn that forgiveness. And, and this is going in parts of what I'm going to talk about in Romans 3.23. It says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But it follows up, it says, but Christ, he redeemed us. Even though we've fallen short, Christ paid the penalty. Yeah. And man, if, if, if you don't know this, I'm just talking to all the listeners out there. If you don't know the love of Christ, it says today is the day of salvation. Amen. Right? Don't wait for me to end this whole talk and say, I accept you, Lord, as my Lord and Savior. And I understand that you forgave me. You died on the cross for my sins and rose again on the third day. And now you're at the right hand of the Father, mm-hmm. pleading my case. Mm-hmm. Right? You can make that prayer right now. Let's just stop, full stop right there. You can make that case right now and say, just believe in what Jesus did. But in my story, I was in my teenage years, high school, almost committed suicide because I didn't understand my purpose. And I almost went through with it. But when I, when I looked down and I saw my mom's picture, I was like, wow, what would happen? If I did this, how would she react? And it was my mom's love. But later on, I found out it was God's love through my mom. Yeah. I says, no, how would, how would I feel her, you know, seeing her picture? But it was like more of God. Look, I have more for you. Mm-hmm. And it was years later that I found out that he died for my sins. Mm-hmm. All that stuff that I was going through, all those bad things that happened to me, the people did to me. He died for all those sins that I can live a new life and live it more abundantly. And it was like uh, maybe five years later that I joined the military. I got saved. And then I started finding my purpose in leadership and helping other people understand the power of forgiveness. And that's why I talk about the forgiveness factor. And in my book, I, I talk about three defining things that we need to understand, right? And I already talked about it initially right now. Everyone knows the chapter, the chapter and verse, John three sixteen. right? It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? Amen. That if we believe in him, we have everlasting life. It is a gift. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is a gift. And that is so key to understand that he forgave me of my sins and your sins freely. Mm-hmm. It cost him a lot, but he gave it freely because of his love for us. And he even says in the scripture that someone else wouldn't do that for anybody else, right? I'm paraphrasing, but no one, no other man would die for someone who was lower. But God did. 
Amen. And be, why did he do that? Because he sees value in you and I. Miguel, Michelle, he sees value in you guys. Mm -hmm. Amen. Even though his son was everything to him. And then when that revelation hit me, he's like, wow, he saw value in me? When everybody else around me didn't value me, God valued me. And he said, no, I want to bless you. Right? Jesus, he washed the feet of his disciples. Yeah. Showing his love. Showing that, hey, I, I know you guys are going to betray me. He already knew. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he washed your feet anyway to show his love. Humbled himself. Yeah. Right? The, the, guys, you got to get this. That This is such wonderful revelation of God's love. And, and I say this, let him pour his love over you. Stop resisting. There's some people out there right now, you're resisting the love of God. Stop, just stop resisting. Please, let the Holy Spirit wash over you. And let it, allow his love to wash over you to see his true nature, his true character. His true nature and true character is love. That's why John 3.16 is so important. He doesn't like sin. He doesn't condone it. That's why he died. Because it, 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 it's a stain on his beautiful children that he wants to clean off. And some, hey, some of y'all don't like this, right? When your kids, when, when, when you're a little kid and you got all that, that gunk all over your mouth when you're eating and then mama comes <laughs> over and, and she gets that napkin and, and it starts wiping your face. That's what you're doing when you're refusing God's love. Okay, just yeah. let him wipe it off. Just let him wipe off all that sin and everything through the blood of the cross because he loves you. Amen. And then, got, uh, you got a comment on that? I just love what you're saying, man. I love what you are saying. And one of the things that stood out to me right now is, is you know, building that character of being like Christ, you know. And it, it takes me back to um, when, you know, Peter and John uh, in the book of Acts, where people got to see the character of God in them, and and meaning that people got to see that Peter and John had spent time with God, and the Scripture says, the Bible says in Acts chapter four, verse thirteen, when they saw the courage of Peter and John, they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful for someone to acknowledge, to say, I treated that person wrong and he forgave me? This guy must know Jesus Christ. Oh, come on, bro. That's come powerful. On. Yeah, it is powerful. It is so powerful. And let me give you guys this testimony. Um, I, was being, I was being interviewed about the forgiveness factor, this very topic on a secular podcast and the, the host was, you know, he was interviewing and talking to me and I was talking about, and you mentioned it here about forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. Right now, now we're going just a little bit deeper. We're talking about forgiving and how God forgave us. But the second part is forgiving others. Forgiving others is so powerful because we truly act 
in the nature of God when we release forgiveness. Yeah. Amen. We truly act in the nature of God when we release forgiveness. But even the more when we release forgiveness over ourselves. Wow, that's good. Because I can I can I can forgive Joe Snuffy down the street, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and and I go about my day because he cut me off on the road, whatever, whatever, whatever. But when it comes to yourself, okay, what 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 about myself? Forgiving myself, allowing bad behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Someone did something bad to me and I allowed it. Whatever that is. Making bad choices. I mean, I, we made a bad choice back in 2000, uh, 2008 where we lost $750,000 in our net worth in our business and we were 2000 in the whole monthly, okay? I had to forgive the tenants that we had. I had to forgive the investors. I had to forgive the people that wronged me. It took a while. But they, because they did me wrong, and I knew they were lying to me. See, there, there's a there's a difference when, when somebody cuts you off on the road and you forgive them, but when you know that they knew that they were doing you wrong, that's a whole nother level of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I had to walk in that hurt, pain, for like ten years. And you know what? That ten, those ten years, were like walking in the wilderness for forty years. Mm-hmm. Because if I would have just forgiven them from the get go, my wife and I would have probably in, a, in have accelerated our business to new levels, and we would be like at a different level of business in our lives and God's blessings and being able to bless others and everything else. So that I can't live in regret. Because I didn't forgive initially. I had to learn. Mm. I wish I would have learned quicker. Lord Jesus. I, <laughs> right. it, 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 I wish I would have had to I would learn quicker. But when we release forgiveness of ourselves, right? After we released the forgiveness of them, I had to forgive myself another five years after that 10 years of forgiving them because I was still beating myself up mm. for trusting those people allowing them to walk all over me. So, and that's where I want to focus on just a bit because fathers, right, can beat themselves up because they, didn't, they think they didn't raise their child properly. My child is, you know, doing drugs or they're committing crime and everything else like that. And then you start beating yourself up because you didn't do the right thing. So now you're strained against that child because every time you see that child, you see mistake. But guess what? Did God look at us and see a mistake? Absolutely not. No, exactly. He looked at us and said, I'm going to send my, uh, my son, Jesus, Amen. to die for their sins. Jesus, when he died on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them because they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where the podcaster, he stopped me. Because he's like, what did you say about forgiving yourself and the son? 
And he stopped me and he's like, I have to forgive myself because he was, he was, he was beating himself over his head because his son didn't grow up the way he should have grown up. Mm. And he said, I need to forgive myself. He said, because I haven't talked to my son in so long. Mm-hmm. Our relationship has, has, has separated because I'm blaming myself for him being incarcerated. Wow. And it's like, look, we all make our choices, right? And I want to talk to the fathers. I want to talk to the mothers. Don't beat yourself up. Today, right? We said at the beginning, today is the day of salvation. Amen. You can repent now. Say, Lord, I know I made those mistakes in the past. And I know you've forgiven me. Help me to have the faith, right, enough to believe in that forgiveness that I release those sins mm-hmm. as far as the east is from the west so I can live in your presence now yeah. and start working on that relationship that you want me to restore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, self-forgiveness is not selfish. Right. It's releasing. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's allowing the power of God to move in and through you when you take those weights off of yourself and put on his yoke. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what the word of God tells us? Yeah. Come to me, all who labor or heavy laden, and I'll give you race. Take upon my yoke, Mm -hmm. which is easy and the burden is light. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of times that we want to sit here and self-flagellate. I don't know what that word is. We we flog ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There might be a... Yeah. Just being too harsh on ourselves sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But if God is willing to forgive... What are we doing? Why are we holding on to things that he already let go? Wow. Yeah. He said, I have taken your iniquities as far as the East is from the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're, we're over here traveling. But, but Lord, you know what? I, I still, I, you know, I, I like having that on. Some people like having that on mm-hmm. because they want to wallow in the self-pity. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm stepping on some toes. Mm-hmm. But God wants to release you from living in the past so you can live in his presence mm-hmm. and walk in a newness of life that he's given to you. Amen. Amen. Because he's given us what a renewed mind, right? Mm-hmm. He's made us overcomers. Those, those are his promises. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we want to just stay in our story. I don't want to walk in my story anymore. I want to walk in forgiveness, in the power of the forgiveness that Jesus Christ gave me. Look, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give you guys some, some scientific reasons why, okay, <laughs> you need to release forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay, it said uh, there was a, uh, let's see, this was from the director of the Mood Disorders Adult Consultation Clinic at the John Hopkins Hospital. Uh, Her name is Karen Schwartz. She's an MD. She said, there is an enormous physical burden to being hurt and disappointed. So if you're walking around in that hurt and disappointment, guess what you're doing? You're putting a physical burden upon yourself. And that's just from that that side. We know that there's a spiritual burden as well. Mm -hmm. So when we walk in forgiveness, one, okay, 
we got to understand that he gave, he gave forgiveness to all of us. John 3, 16. Yes. We know that. And then we have to understand that God forgave others. Right? That's Romans 3, 23. Then now we need to carry out forgiveness from Matthew 28, 19. Right? And it, he says to go out there and make disciples. Mm-hmm. Right? To all the world. So we can know the Father. Because when Jesus walked the earth, he showed the Father, the Great Commission. And part of that is the power of forgiveness. All right. That, that is just my part and my piece is about the forgiveness factor. There's, there's a multitude of things that, that go into salvation, righteousness, all kinds of stuff like that. But the power of forgiveness is, is, is just revelatory when we walk in it, we see it, we understand it from the lens of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. It goes deep. Yeah. It's deep waters. Like you said, the living waters. Living waters comes out of forgiveness. Amen. Amen. That is powerful. And I love that. And, you know, as I was preparing and for this episode and, and, and speaking about, you know, the forgiveness factor, I, I prayed and I asked the Lord to reveal um, some of the stuff that, that we could share, right, in, in, in this topic. And everything is aligning to what you are saying. And what is highlighted to me the most is the part where you said self-forgiveness. I think that's huge for a lot of us, mm-hmm. right? And what I want to share with that is, you know, when we forgive ourselves, healing takes place. Yes. And then when when healing takes place, it gives birth to peace, mm-hmm. which is one of the fruits of the of the Holy Spirit. Um, and I love what James Allen wrote on on this subject of peace in his book called uh, From Poverty to Power. And James Allen said, this is peace to conquer love of self and lust of life, to tear deep rooted passions from the heart. And the Bible does talk about circumcising our heart. And then James Allen's continues and he says to still the inward strife. If you would realize the light that never fades, the joy that never ends, and the tranquility that cannot be disturbed, if you would leave behind forever your sins, your sorrows, your anxieties, and your perplexities, if you would partake of this salvation that is supremely glorious to life, then conquer yourself. And that is what Joe is talking about. Conquer yourself, forgive yourself. James Allen continues and he says, bring every every thought every impulse and every desire into perfect obedience to the divine power resident within you. And I just want to go a little bit deeper. Just like Joe said, come on, I want to go a little bit deeper on this. God said, love your enemies. We have to obey his command. Therefore, we have to love ourselves because sometimes we ourselves are our worst enemy. Come on. And that's, yeah. that's deep right there. And you wrote, Joe, on, on, on the uh, Life Abundantly book, you wrote, forgiveness allows you to move forward to experience the fullness of your God-given potential. And you also gave like three simple um, steps and benefits, the, the three simple steps to experience the forgiveness factor. Number one, you wrote, remember how much God, remember how much you are forgiven by God. That is his grace. Number two, understand God's forgiveness for others. Number three, 
actively practice the gift of forgiving in relationships. And the three benefits of the forgiveness factor, number one, less stress and more energy. So this really gives you the potential to, to, to fulfill everything that God is calling you for. Number two, mental clarity. Come on, that's powerful. Number three, a wealthier, healthier relationships. What do you think about that, brother? <clears throat> oh, man. That is one of the, the greatest things that we can just receive is having healthier relationships. Yes. When, when we understand the love of God and that, that nothing can separate us from the love of God, mm-hmm. right? Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And what, what do you mean by nothing? Nothing. Just everything. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Principalities, powers, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And then when we translate that and to say, Lord, how can I put that in my relationships? How can I translate that into, and I always make that case about somebody cutting you off on the road. It gets pretty wild in the roads over here in Texas. And then I've been on the, I've been on the highway over there in L.A., and those are some wild roads over there. I, I don't know how you guys can forgive everybody on the road. <laughs> it yeah. gets pretty wild over there, man. It gets pretty wild. But when we put it into practice, like you gave that example, they know you've been with Jesus. Mm-hmm. It says, yeah. when you love one another, it says it in scriptures, they'll know that you're my disciples. And when we understand the power of forgiveness, we can walk in that love. We can walk in that authority. Amen. And then when somebody is not being so nice to us, we can actually sit there and say, you know what? God loves them. God loves me. And I, and I want them to see Christ in me regardless of how they are acting or behaving in front of me. Amen. And I, I've had it to where... Uh, <laughs> uh, we were, we were um, actually... Uh, preaching the gospel here in San Antonio on, on the streets. And some dude just pulled out a gun, mm-hmm. right? And saying a lot of colorful words, you know, very, very, very colorful words, just pointing a gun at me, saying he was going to do something to me. And I said, look, brother, Jesus loves you, you know? And I, I know you're upset, but we're just here preaching the love of God, and we just want you to know that God loves you regardless of what you've done. And he just stopped doing what he was doing, and he walked away calmly. Now, did he get saved after that? I don't know. But when we re- respond with the love of God, people can't, they can't fight that. Yeah. They yeah. can't resist God's love. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, that, that was my testimony when I first got saved. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I didn't pull a gun on somebody. But I, I was in a fit of rage, and I was about to go beat somebody up. And someone just stepped in the way and said, look, the blood of Jesus Christ will set you free. Amen. And the rage and everything that was within me just went away. Amen. And I was sitting there just stunned. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. I, I knew that I was upset. I knew that I was angry, and I was about to confront somebody. But when they confronted me with the love of God, it just, whew, it just left. Wow. And that is the power of God when we just understand how much we're loved. And God yeah. will easily flow through that, that we're forgiven by his grace, by his power. Guys, the power of forgiveness, to, to, to wrap it all up in a nice little bow, 
when I started exercising and understanding the power of forgiveness, when I understood that it wasn't my works that made God love me more, it was by his grace that I am saved, not by works by any man should boast. Because if I work for it to get saved, it's, it's nothing but filthy rags. Mm-hmm. Then that means it could be taken away from me. But if God gave it to me, it cannot be taken away from me. Yeah. And when I started walking in that forgiveness, we had one of the biggest, um, I wouldn't say comeback, but you know, some people might say it's a comeback. But when we went back into real estate, we had one of our biggest sales. And it was unexpected because we were just flowing in God's love, flowing in his grace. When people were saying things against us, oh, you were never going to be able to do that again. Da, da, da. I said, okay, you know what? I, God loves you, and that's your opinion, but God wants us to be more than overcomers. Amen. And we're going to yes. pursue this, and we're going to pursue this with wisdom and his grace. And then the deal came, and we were able to make, and it's in my book, we made over uh, $80,000. And we're like, wow, Lord. Wow, Lord, you're, 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 you're redeeming the time. You're redeeming these things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and thank you for revealing this to us. Mm-hmm. That when we're settled in your forgiveness, understanding yeah. who we are in Christ, that we're forgiven, we're loved, and we share that with others, God can move in the other areas of life. Where it says, uh, Matthew uh, 6.33, right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and yeah. in all these other things. Well, what is the kingdom of God's righteousness? It's Jesus Christ. Yeah. He is our righteousness. If we seek him, seek his nature, seek his character, which is love, forgiveness, power, authority, abundance, and we walk in it. And this is just one factor of it, the forgiveness factor. This is one piece, and it's so powerful. Can you imagine if we get all the other pieces? Mm Mm-hmm how he's going to move in your life. Yeah. Now, some people, some people ask me uh, sometimes like, Hey, okay. What are some of the, some like, like tactical exercises that I can do? (laughs) Cause we talk about strategy, which is, you know, the three things that I talked, we talked about earlier, but you can do six kind of little tools, little things that help you uh, just uncover and reveal unforgiveness, right? If you're walking in it. I call it the burning the ships exercise. I don't know if you guys ever heard of burning the ships. Mm-mm. Um, some people do it in churches where they take rocks and they write like, you know, oh, mm. I can't forgive this person. They write something and then they, they you know, put it in a pile. Well, burning, burning the ships is, is dealing with fire. Okay. So, you know, do it in an approved fire area. Okay. Warning. And so don't, don't go in your backyard and, you know, burn down the house. Um, I, I just say, you know, write something that, pops up in your mind, ask Holy Spirit, I can't forgive somebody of this, or this, this happened to me, you know, this person hurt me in the past, write it down. And then if you can put it in a, in a little, you know, cow, coffee cup, one of those metal ones and burn it, you know, make it a, make it a fragrant incense unto the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm giving this unto you, mm-hmm. you know, but again, I have to, so there's some burn bands in some areas, you know, <laughs> don't, don't burn your house down. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, number two, uh, one of my coaches talked about this, just confronting the person that hurt you. Not, not saying you did this, but don't, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just letting them know, say, look, I, I know this happened in the past and, and I forgive you. 
I release you. Because sometimes people did stuff to us and they were hurting at the time. And that's why they hurt us. I'm just being for real. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I've had clients that, that talk to me and they're like, well, I don't, I don't care if they were hurting, they hurt me. I say, look, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to get to that point, but God forgave us. And it's time to forgive them. It yeah. doesn't mean that they control your life. It doesn't yeah. mean that they have permission to come back into your life again if it was that bad of a situation. It just means release it to the Lord, mm -hmm. right? Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I yeah. will repay. Mm -hmm. And if he says that he'll do that, let him do it. Yeah. Let him do it. Because you know what? He can deal with that person better than you can. Mm -hmm. You try to do something, you might go to jail. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> number, <laughs> number three, I'll try to get through these. Uh, anchoring a feeling. Uh, I, I don't, that, that takes like a, a, a lot. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of teaching when I'm talking about anchoring your feelings uh, to replace a bad memory with a good one. The, 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 there, there's a lot of teaching that goes into a lot. I don't want to talk about that too much. Mm -hmm. Number four, God's grace. That's always, we've been talking about that from the very <laughs> get-go. If you want to know how to forgive, I say take a deeper dive in understanding God's grace for you. Go deeper into the scriptures about God's love and his character, especially through Jesus Christ. Mm. Because it's, it's even, in the, even in the Old Testament, God's grace was happening. Amen. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jonah, right? Everybody loves talking about Jonah. You know, he didn't want to go preach to the city because he knew they were going to repent. Technically, God should have just like zapped him right there on the spot. So, all right, brother, you're not listening to me. Bam. Mm -hmm. Take that. But he didn't. He had grace on Jonah. Yeah. He had grace on Jonah. Even though he brought a whale over, that was grace. Mm -hmm. And he brought him back. Said, look, look, I, he gave him a second chance. I told you to go talk to Nineveh. <laughs> to the people over there, go preach to them. And God's grace has been shown throughout the scriptures. David, grace. Saul even had grace. Yeah. King Saul. Because he 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 did it. He just straight disobeyed God. And that's why he didn't become he, he his throne was taken away from him. But that was still grace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was still grace. All right. Number five. Number five reframing the lesson learned, right? Yeah. When somebody does something to you, I need to learn from that lesson, right? Yeah. If someone cheated you out of, you know, money or someone defamed you or lied on you, learn from that. Ask God, how can I take this situation and turn it for your good? Because Romans 8.28 says, right? Everybody knows Romans 8.28. God turns everything for his good for those mm -hmm. calling according to his purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're called according to your, his purpose, anything negative that happens to you, God can change that for good. Mm -hmm. Amen. But, here, but here's the key. Understand God can change it from the good quickly so you can yeah. learn the lesson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't sit there and mope around. Don't sit there like for weeks and weeks on end. Say, well, Lord, I'm, you know, I'm just going to let them suffer. No, no, you're suffering. Yeah. Because you're holding on to that grudge. Wow. Mm -hmm. Romans 8.28, as quickly as possible, ask God to help you learn the lesson. And wow. then finally, number six, uh, take ownership. 
And that one's hard for people sometimes to take ownership. Okay, those people that defrauded me back in 2008, you know what? That was my fault. Mm -hmm. Because I allowed them to defraud me. Because when I knew it was happening, I allowed it to keep on happening because I was like, oh, you know, they'll, they'll turn their heart around. They'll do, no, no, no. This is a business. I know I'm a Christian and I know most of to give. But the first time you do something wrong to me, I forgive you. The second time, okay, now we need to talk. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's even in scripture. You know, when two, two witnesses, bringing them over and let's bring it before the elders, right? Yeah. So there's there's precedent, there's rules of engagement of how we do things. Take ownership. Forgive. Let God do the rest. Yeah. Right. Oh, you guys amen. have anything? <laughs> yeah, amen. That's go ahead, Michelle. Yeah, I do. I want to sh- I want to talk about that because a lot of people tend to hold on to unforgiveness and that could be one of the most ugliest things that anyone can experience and if you you just continue to carry on like it's hurting you and so one of the th- one of the verses that i have is um ephesians 4 31 32 and it says get rid of all bitterness rage anger harsh words and slander as well as the type of evil behavior instead be kind to each other tender-hearted forgiving one another just as god through christ has forgiven you and knowing that forgiveness is a choice it's not an emotion what you want to do is get right with God, align yourself with God. Because what you said even earlier, Joe, like the enemy is a liar. All he wants to do is to kill, steal, and destroy. And he doesn't want you to have that relationship with God, nor to know your your identity in Christ and who he has called us to be on this earth. And we are to be his image. We are here to represent him. So I think if people continue to carry on that unforgiveness, you just become so bitter and it's mm-hmm. so heavy, like what you yeah. feel your body feels. And it's just something yeah. that you don't want to do. So I would encourage to our listeners to, to let it go, leave yeah. it, like let, leave it and let it go and allow God to, to bring justice into it. And you just kind of go back and have that ability to align yourself to God's will and allow him to, to, to take care of it so that you can restore and heal and move on from that. Because it's mm. it's a tough thing to carry yes. unforgiveness. And we've all felt it. That. Come on, somebody. We've <laughs> all felt it. And if not, I'll be the, I'll the you guys pray for me then. <laughs> we've all felt that. Come on, somebody. So yeah. I love that, Michelle. Thanks for sharing that. And Joe, I yeah. love that you even mentioned that we see the forgiveness that the Father is calling to us to, to be obedient to, even in the Old Testament. I love that you mentioned that. And it's true. I want to share even with Joseph mm. and his brothers. Come on, bro. That You see a picture of the father, father of Joseph. We can see the picture of the father, our father in heaven, asking Joseph to forgive his brothers. Yeah. And in Genesis chapter 50, verse 15 through 21, the Bible says, When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, What if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph saying, your father left this instructions, these instructions before he died. So this is what the father asked Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrong they committed in treating you so badly. Now, please forgive the sins of the servants of God of your father. 
when their message came to him, Joseph wept. His brothers then came and threw themselves before Joseph. We are your slaves, they said. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. And that's powerful because you shared about that in, in the, the, the step number four that you shared in anchoring our feelings. And you also touched base on whatever the enemy intends for evil, God turns for good. Mm-hmm. And that we see that picture right here with Joseph. And part of the devotional here, I want to share it with the listeners. It says, how does one develop such a godly and rare perspective? What enabled Joseph to refrain from exacting the kind of vengeance most of us would be tempted to dish out in similar circumstances? One word, character. And that is what Joe has been talking about, that character for us to be God-like. So when we forgive others, we're going to go back to what I said earlier, so they could say, man, this guy, there's something different about you. Mm -hmm. Uh, you. You know who Jesus is. You know his forgiveness. Why? Because... No one's perfect. Everyone has fallen short from the from the glory of God. So I think it's powerful what, what everyone is sharing right now. It's just like <laughs> not carrying that unforgiveness because that is a heavy burden to yeah, carry. It really is. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Yep, yep. And, and I, I love that God has given us so many examples mm-hmm. in, in Scripture. I mean, first and foremost, Jesus, right? He, yeah. After he was betrayed... He comes back and then he cooks fish on the beach for his disciples, right? After they, they, they just ran off and then they went back to fishing, not even doing their job that they're supposed to be doing, being disciples, carrying out his word after he gave them the commission. They go back to fishing. Mm-hmm. But he came back and served them again. Yeah. He's like showing them like, this is my character, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to redeem you Amen. and yeah. to bring you unto myself. And that's what he did. And that's what he wants us to demonstrate. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I'm just trying to show you guys the, the, the character of the father. Amen. Who, and then if you haven't had a father like that, Jesus is the perfect example. Amen. Go to him as your example of what a father should be. Yeah. And he is. And, and, that's why I, I, I just love Jesus' example, because he always came back and said, this is what my father is showing me to do. Mm-hmm. I listen to what he is showing me to do, and I do his will, right? Because so long we were under the wrong mindset of how God looks at us, right? I mean, I grew up watching the Ten Commandments movie, and all you saw was you know, the plague's coming down and Moses up on the mountain and then everybody gets sucked up in the earth and all kinds of stuff like that. There was reasons for that back in the day. Mm-hmm. But now we're under his grace. Mm-hmm. Now there's a new paradigm. Instead of a whole bunch of people dying at the, at the mountain, now we have people being received under grace and thousands are getting filled with God's spirit. There's a different revelation of God's goodness and grace. Mm-hmm. And when we see that, when we understand that through the word, through the scriptures, through the revelation of God's love for us, 
man, we can walk in newness of love. Mm-hmm. And in the Corinthians, that the, the writer, Paul, he was telling us the greatest gift, right? The greatest thing that you can do is love. Yeah. He said, you can desire all these gifts to, of administration, of preaching and prophesy, all these things. But the greatest of all these things is love. Yes. And how do we experience that love? Through the forgiveness factor. Amen. Understanding how great God's love is for you and me, guys. Amen. Just, Amen. We can't that's, deny it. That's Jesus' command. John 15, 17. This is my command. Love each other. That's what Jesus Christ said. So mm-hmm. thanks for sharing that, Joe. We want to be mindful of the time for the listeners yeah. and, and, you know, everyone's time. So, But we do have... Um, just some, some final questions that we have. And one of them, uh, we want to give you an opportunity to, to speak by the power of the Holy Spirit and leave a meaningful message for this generation mm-hmm. and generations to come. And if there's one message that could become your most profound message into a lasting legacy, what would that be? Um, one of the things that I love talking about, and God gave me this revelation a long time ago. He said, he said, you have brilliance. You have brilliance within you. And then when, when he told me that, I said, well, God, what do you mean by that? He said, because I made you. Mm. You are created in my image. And don't hide your brilliance. Because your brilliance can help someone else see through their storm. Mm. And that was the, the quote that God gave me. I was like, wow, Lord, that is amazing. For this next generation and future generations, you need to know this from the very beginning. You have brilliance because God created you with purpose. He created you with talents, gifts, skills, and abilities that no one else has or ever had, and which is amazing. And, and the Word of God even tells us that he knows the hair of our head. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he knows how we were knitted in your mother's womb and that you're created for purpose. And that's what, going back all the way to the, the beginning of our talk, when I finally discovered that, that's when things started changing in my life, when I started understanding his forgiveness. I started understanding that he's made me for something new. You have brilliance because God put it in you. You're created in his loving image for purpose. Walk that purpose out. If you don't know what it is, then I would say get a mentor. Get a coach. Find an elder at your local church. Mm-hmm. Say, and approach them. Say, you know what? Uh, you know, I know I'm saved. I know God says I have purpose, but I need a mentor to help me find what that purpose is. Will you mentor me? And if they don't, fine, just ask somebody else. Because that mentor, if you ask and pray for God to find a mentor, God will bring that person over. Mm-hmm. Amen. And yeah. making sure that they align with you. And, of course, that they're a, a, a Christ believer, filled with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and that they love the Word of God. Yeah. And they live by it. But find a mentor. Define what your purpose is. Volunteer at church. Right. To see what you're, you know, what you've God has equipped you to do, you know, whether it's in children's church or working with the media or service, uh, you know, greeting people, 
man, I, I would love to work at that little co- co- coffee thing, you know, at Trace, because I love making coffee. You know, I just, mm. I just love it. You know, I, I find joy in that, you know, and I serve coffee. And every time we have family come over, I love serving coffee. Anyway, mm. going down a rabbit hole. Find that brilliance that God put in you. Mm-hmm. And don't stop trying to seek it. Because in the purpose, of, in, as you're seeking your, what your function is and asking God, he's going to pour that into you. Find what your brilliance is. And God, God will reveal it to you if you pray for it. Amen. That's that's my long and short version because I can talk another hour about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's powerful. I told you guys that the spirit of the Lord was going to move powerfully Amen. in this podcast episode. Thanks for sharing that, uh, that, Joe. We have one final question that we do ask all of our guests. And it's a question found in the Bible. And Matthew, um, it's Matthew 16, 13 through 15, and it says that when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Some said John the Baptist, others said Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you, Jesus said? Who do you say I am? And Jesus, we feel like Jesus made it personal. And in the same way, we want to ask you, Joe, who do you Mm. say Jesus Christ is personally to you? Oh, my Oh my, when, when, when you proposed that question to me, I was like, Lord, you know what? The automatically redeemer came to my mind. Hmm. That's powerful. Redeemer. Because, I mean, I know we sing redeemer and everything else that we, we say is our redeemer, but yeah, he, he really redeemed me. Mm-hmm. He redeemed my mind and he re- redeemed my heart, especially because I had a hard heart. Yeah. The, 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 the Joe that you are seeing right now was not the Joe of the past. Mm. He redeemed my soul and it made it softer. Because mm. I had a hard heart back then. That's why I call him Redeemer. And if he redeemed me from a hard heart, a heart that uh, you know, I would have been, <laughs> uh, I, was on, I was on a real bad path, real bad path. But he redeemed me. He took me out from a, just a hard place of self-loathing, uh, angry, bitter. And we talked about that before. And he redeemed my soul. And he made me uh, just see with new eyes mm-hmm. his love, his grace, the beauty that he has created around us. And he showed me that there is brilliance within myself because he put it there. But, oh, by the way, but he put brilliance in other people, too. And that's why I do this, because I discovered that brilliance, but it it took a while. And I don't want people to take 10, 20 years to discover that. And that's why there was this message that we bring. And that's why you guys are doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So people Amen. can understand that they have brilliance and God loves them yeah. now. Amen. Where they're at right now. Because... If someone didn't bring the message to me to say that the blood of Jesus Christ would set me free just because I was angry, bitter, and I was ready to fight. But he had the boldness in love to tell me that Jesus Christ wanted better for me. And he did. And I just needed to receive it. That's it, guys. That's it. Amen. That's powerful. And Revelation does say that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of our testimony. So thanks for sharing that. Yes. And dear Joe, we, we would like to um, express our sincere gratitude for 
graciously sharing your testimony here with us at the Virtual Bridge podcast. And we like to be very intentional. So we wrote some of some words for you and we'll go ahead and read them for you. It's it is with great anticipation that we believe this episode will provide immense value to numerous individuals that are listening. We extend our heartfelt appreciation for your unwavering commitment to manifesting the presence of our Heavenly Father and glorifying Christ Jesus through your endeavors in podcasting, writing, and coaching, coaching, just to name a few, because we know that you're a powerful man of God and you're doing so much to, to for the kingdom of God. Um, your, your commandable display of a servant's heart has captivated our admiration because you have completed some of the stuff that we are actually moving towards for, or, you know, we want to accomplish for ourselves. So we admire that from you, Joe. And we earnestly hope that the Lord bestows upon you greater responsibilities mm. as you persist in offering him a fruitful yield. Because the Bible does say that whenever we give him a return, he puts us in charge of many more things. So continue being yourself, Joe, continue giving the Lord a return on what he has entrusted you with and we know that he's going to take you to higher places. He's going to entrust you with greater influence. Mm -hmm. And once again, we just extend our deepest thanks for your um, invaluable contribution, Joe. Yes. Oh, thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. <laughs> thank <laughs> Praise you <so> much. God. <laughs> Praise God. All glory to God. And we love to be very intentional here at the Virtual Bridge. And we, we like to give the listeners an opportunity to receive Christ if they haven't done so yet, because... Well, one of the reasons why we're doing this is, you know, we don't want to assume that just Christians are listening. We want the listeners to share these links with even unbelievers, with people that are going through hard times and saying, hey, you know what? I, I know that you've been hesitant in going to church, but listen to this podcast, listen to Joe's story, how he was able to forgive himself and how God was pleased with that. And if that, if God did that for him, he do it for you too. So that is the testimony of Jesus. If he did it for one, we believe that he could do it again. So go Amen. ahead, Michelle. I've, I, I agree with that. And in Romans 10, 9, it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So like Miguel said, like we can only lead you guys and you have to believe it and declare it with your mouth. And I want to guide you into this prayer. And I pray that if this podcast has touched your heart, if you have been holding into like on to unforgiveness and you want to forgive and receive God as your Lord and Savior, please repeat this after me. It says, Lord Jesus, I declare with my mouth that you are my Lord. I believe in my heart that you raised from the dead and you decided to live forevermore. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I declare victory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We want to give thanks to all the listeners for spending some time with us. And we want to ask you to please share this episode with someone that you know that needs to hear um, Joe's testimony and how the, how the Lord has been good to him. And we also want to ask if you could go ahead and like this and, and, and on Instagram. Or you could go on, on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube and leave us a comment. We would love to hear you guys' feedback. And in the description area, you guys will find all the information for our guests so that you may initiate and establish a new connection. Joe talked about mentorship. Mm -hmm. 
you guys could reach out to him and he does coaching. So one of the things that I've been, you know, realizing of this new generation that maybe there's certain people that don't want to be mentored by someone within their vicinity, someone close. Joe is a perfect candidate. He's in Texas. And if you could openly share with him things that you maybe don't want to share with people that know you, because I think that's a big problem right now with, with the new generation. They really don't want to open up because they, they, they have trust issues. Mm-hmm. If, if you open up to someone in church, you might think like, man, they're, they're going to disclose this information to someone else. And, and then it's just going to spread in the church. But I'll tell you what, guys, Joe is a powerful man of God. He does coaching. You could trust him. He's trustworthy. Um, and he's going to always lead you and point you to what the Bible says. And that is a good mentor right there. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, we thank you again. And we want to ask you if you could go ahead and pray um, just a covering and a blessing over all the listeners in Jesus' name, please. Oh, definitely. Uh, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for this time that we can come together, Lord, and just expound of your goodness, expound of your grace, where it says in your word that iron sharpens iron, Father God, and you've come in and just helping us to, Lord, just encourage one another in your word. I pray, Lord God, just a, a releasing right now of your Holy Spirit upon all the listeners over uh, Miguel and Michelle right now. The power of your Holy Spirit, Father God, new revelations of your love, new revelations of your grace, new revelations of how you want to work in their lives, Father God, to partner with them in all that they're doing, to discover new levels of who you are, Father God, and how you want to be and partner with them in daily life that you get the glory, honor, and praise. I pray right now, healing, healing to those that have hurt wounds in their heart. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for your grace. Someone's heart is being healed right now. I don't know who it is, but I praise you, Lord, Father God, for this healing. Wounds of the past are being mended. Heart, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this grace. Thank you, Lord, for never leaving us nor forsaking us, Father God. And you've become a father to the fatherless in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just pray, Father God, that every listener here, Lord, that it will just tap into, Lord God, to their local church or a church that they were invited to. Just do it. Just go. God says, go and receive my grace. We thank you, Father God, for this time. Thank you for what you're doing in us through us and your blessings upon the Virtual Bridge podcast that will reach tens of thousands of people, Father God, for your great glory and even more. And that people will know that there is a Lord that loves them and wants to do business with them right now. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to serve you wherever you may be. And, you know, again, just share this comment. Leave, we would love to hear you guys' feedback. Yes. Thank you guys. And we love we you. We love you guys.